This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1889, what the All Ears English team is watching. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. When it comes to English fluency, it's all about what you're watching and listening to. Want to know what we're watching? In this episode, we share our top four recommendations so that you can laugh and learn and get better at English. Hey, Aubrey, how's it going today? I'm great. How are you, Lindsay? Awesome. Feeling really good. Glad to be on the show. Now, today we're talking about media, right? What we are watching. What is Allers English watching? Right? I know this is so fun. We had a listener ask, wanted our recommendations. We do talk about pop culture and sometimes we'll throw in something we watch, but we don't do this often to have a whole episode about some recommendations. So I, I know. am so excited. And the funny thing is, we are all so different. Uh, well, oh, yeah. I think many of us are really different from each other. Like we have very different tastes. I know Jessica sure. loves sci-fi. I do not like sci-fi. So, know. you know, we all like different things for different reasons. Yeah. Um, As so, a team, we have very eclectic tastes, right? Yeah, That's a eclectic great is the word. Vocab means like a lot of variety, a lot of different yes. types of media that we all enjoy. Yeah, for sure. So first today, before we get into it, I want to say a huge thank you to our team member, our audio editor, Gaspar. Aubrey, what does Gaspar do for us? Yes, he does all the audio editing on these blogs. He does an amazing job. If you like the sound, if the levels sound good, thank you, Gaspar. <laughs> thank you, Gaspar. Gaspar's been on our team for a long, long time, many, many, many years. And he's just amazing. And we so appreciate it. All Ears English could not happen without him and other members of our team. So we just want to let you guys know this month, we're highlighting yes. some of our people. And just to say, this is a team thing we're, we have going on here, right? There's no one person that is All Ears English. It's all of us. Totally. I need to add because I feel like Gaspar is so sweet when I'll forget to upload an audio <laughs> and his email is just so nice. Like, oh, if you don't mind sending yeah. this. So thank you, Gaspar, for at least you don't seem in your emails to be angry and upset. And I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gaspar. All right. Good stuff. So who asked our question today? What's the name of our listener? Whoa. Yes. Alevtina Metalskaya. Mm -hmm. I think wow. is how we would pronounce it. Good it's job. Did you practice name. that? <laughs> no, I actually didn't. But that's phonetic. I'm pronouncing it phonetically. So I apologize if it's not perfect. But this, <laughs> I love this question so much. Thank you for sending it in, Alevtina. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and start reading it. And let's okay. get into it, Aubrey. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. She says, OMG, which means, oh my God, or oh my gosh. Thank you so, so much, girls, for a, such a great podcast. I mean, all of your episodes are great, but talking about pop culture is bomb. <laughs> such fun slang. I love that. That sounds so native to be like talking about that is bomb. Yeah, it does. It does. It would also be so cool to hear Michelle and Jessica uh, discussing pop culture things. I mean, they both are so into movies. It makes me a real fan talking. 
Okay. And can you please make more podcasts like what you natives like to watch and listen to? It's more fun to check things like natives. So do you know, uh, hearing native speech and other stuff, not only related to English, but everything. I get what Alivtina mm-hmm. is trying to say here, Aubrey. She's trying to say, totally. you know, we don't, we want to get out of just English learning content. Right. Yes. And I'm the same where I want someone in France to tell me what are the best podcasts and what are the best TV shows and movies. Right. Yeah. Because I don't see it all. I have to sometimes dig and find it a little bit. So I agree. Like we're a good resource for this. And it's fun to hear what we like to listen. And you're going to get some great recommendations that you might love, too. Exactly. So basically, she says, thanks a million. I love you all and your app. Oh, she's an app user. That's awesome. Nice. You know, yes. when you use the app, guys, you do get an extra bonus. You get more than just what you get here on the podcast. You get a chance to tap, you know, see the transcripts right inside the app and tap keywords that you want to save to your list and remember. So go to allersenglish.com slash app to get that. And then her message ends. She says, you girls rock. <laughs> I love that. It's such fun. She has such fun slang. I can tell her yeah. she has very high level English. Yeah. And as many of you do. And yes, use that slang. So fun. Yeah, we love it. So today, Aubrey, what exactly are we going to share? Are we doing an, a follow up next yes. time too? Okay. Yes. So we today are going to share a few recommendations for what you should be watching movies and TV. And then be sure to follow the podcast because we will do a part two soon of what you should be listening to or reading. So okay. maybe listening to an audiobook podcast or reading a book. We're going to share our recommendations for that very soon. Oh, okay, great. I'm excited for that one too. But today we'll go into the movies first, right? So Aubrey, yes. what would be your movie recommendation? If you could recommend one movie to all of our listeners, what would it be? Yes, it's going to be funny that I'm actually recommending a movie I haven't been able to see yet, but I cannot wait. <laughs> it's in the theater. I know it's going to be great. It's very highly reviewed. It's called Nope. And the reason I know it's going to be amazing is it's a Jordan Peele movie and all of his similar movies are so good. Get Ah. Out, Us, they're amazing. They're psychological thrillers. I love them. If you guys have seen them, you know what I'm talking about. If not, you need to go watch all of these and maybe you'll see Nope before me. It's hard as a mom with four kids to get to the theater. It's only in theaters. Yeah. But actually you can rent it on Amazon now. But I'm like waiting for it to come to HBO Max. I don't want to pay twenty dollars to rent it on Amazon. Interesting. But you guys could go stream it right now. I know it's going to be great just from the preview and the reviews. So let's share what is a psychological thriller. These are my favorite kind of movies. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, this is the kind of movie that really gets you going. It oh, gets yeah. your, you know, you have that heightened sense of menace and dread, right? It really yes. gets into your brain. Let's say oh, yeah. it gets under your skin. Uh, yeah, and you really you like some this. really good idioms there. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> to get under your Let's skin. Let's break those down for our yes, listeners. Right? Yeah, under it's, your skin. What does that making mean? Making you feel uh, things, right? Imagine yeah. if something could actually get under your skin, that would not be a great feeling. Mm-hmm. So if sometimes we'll say about a person, oh, they get under, their, maybe their voice gets under my skin. It's not a kind thing to say. It means you find it very annoying. I, well, or actually, irritating. yeah, I was going to say maybe get under your skin isn't really the right use there. Because when I use that, normally, it's more that person really annoys me. But that's not what a psychological thriller does. So I'm going to I'm going to rewrite my comment there. How would we say that maybe it gets into your head? How do we, I know what sure. you mean, right? We're emphasizing the mental state of the characters. Yeah, maybe it's um, pins and needles, right? It keeps you on the edge of your seat. Mm-hmm. It's those some of those idioms where we're talking more about like 
you are you cannot wait to see what happens you sort of have some fear and dread because you know it might be terrible it might, like there yeah it puts you on edge there's something yes. about the edge right you're on the edge of your seat it puts you on edge exactly uh, exactly interesting so you really like these kinds of as well yes. as true crime so something about like the crime stuff you like Aubrey. i think i like the adrenaline i yeah. like to have that heightened sense of emotion because there yeah. are lots of other i like thrillers i don't like gore so much but i do like thrillers I like it to be just really lots of action, interesting, engaging. Yeah. Yes, I love all of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I think I've shared this before in the podcasting world. There's some research that says that women like mothers and women um, tend to like true crime. It's the number one audience for true crime. And someone had a really funny theory as to why, but I can't remember what I remember they said. because I I know when this came up, it was in one of our, our um, group conversations. Yeah. yeah. And I was saying, because I had read about this too, and it's because serial killers are always good looking and charismatic. <laughs> <laughs> I know that sounds terrible, but I did see research about that, that like, and there's this whole funny thing about like, they're always the best husbands and they're fathers. Smooth. They're thoughtful. They're yes. Smooth. They're sweet. They're daughters, narcissists. Right? They're That's narcissists. why. <laughs> and there's something about that that really draws us in. But then there's also this like something you shouldn't have something you shouldn't like you shouldn't like this person he's a horrible right, person. right 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 so it seems to work interesting very i'm always interested in why certain demographics or groups of people like certain things that's fascinating that's so well, interesting all right i like it well i'm gonna make my recommendation the complete opposite i love uh, it i think it and, should be the complete you know, opposite yeah when i was thinking about my recommendation i was like oh what's something recently i've watched and i said no i mean this is a great movie for our listeners to check out just because i love it i love the movie it's so endearing to me and it's a classic and what it does is it takes you through all the decades it is so i think he grew up in the you haven't well, said he, the name of it yet Lindsay. oh sorry I have, the name of the oh movie. my god i didn't say the movie no. <laughs> okay I'm like waiting like she's gonna say it you guys what are on it? they're on the edge of their seats Lindsay. our listeners clearly can't see movie. our notes aubrey they clearly can't the movie is forrest gump i mean we could have them guess right so forrest oh, gump guys have. why i mean he he i don't know when he was born but he ends up fighting in the Vietnam War. We see kind of the the revolution, not revolution, but like the evolution of the hippie culture in California. I was probably and born Berkeley. about when my dad was in the 50s because yeah. my dad served in Vietnam as well yes. at about the same age. Yeah. So like 40s, he was born 50s. in the mid-50s. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it takes you through the history of America and the and world history as well as you get to know, you know, Forrest, who's just a very endearing character. Uh, so. so what do you think about Forrest Gump? Oh, Everyone has it seen so it. Much. Yeah. I just watched it with my kids and they loved it. Oh. I was a little worried because it's a little bit longer. Right. And in some places I was worried it might feel too slow for them because yeah. nowadays, you know, TV shows are so quick moving, but it wasn't. They were drawn in and engaged. They loved him. They loved the story. Yeah. A couple of them cried. Oh, it yeah. It was amazing to experience it with them again. I yeah. loved it. It's just a well-made movie, too. Really it's a well-done well film. So, it's, I mean, I it, yeah. And yeah. it's one of those, sometimes when I'll watch an older movie, I'm worried it won't hold up. It doesn't yeah. stand the test of time. I feel right. like that one really did. It really yeah. held up and was still both interesting and not offensive, like some older movies can be. Yeah. So I do. I also highly recommend it. Yeah, the one thing that I think doesn't hold up <clears throat> with 90s movies, you probably saw this in Forrest Gump, is the intros are so long in 90s oh, flicks. Yes. They play the intro. They, I think there's like a, a feather. A, a feather. Like a feather yeah, floating. there's a feather. I'm pretty sure in the intro, they play music for like five minutes. Every time I watch a 90s movie, I think, how did they get away with this? Right. They would never get away with an intro like that. 
Uh, I may have fast forwarded the intro for my kids. I'm like, I'm going to leave the room before the intro ends. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one thing that's not timeless. But yeah, otherwise it is timeless. It's a it's a a course in American and world history and it gets you it it uh, pulls on your heartstrings for sure. And I know we mentioned it when we shared movie quotes that are um, quoted often by natives. You know, the life is like yeah. a box of chocolates from Fort. Yeah. I hear a lot of quotes. Natives will say them and they're from Forrest Gump. So that's yes. another reason to watch it to now you're going to recognize what natives quote it. Exactly. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Okay, Aubrey, I am ready to get into TV shows. This is good. Okay. Yes. What's so your recommendation? I have become very obsessed with <laughs> the show Alone. Have you heard of Alone? No, I really don't know the show. It's yeah. so good. So it originally was the History Channel, but now it's available on Netflix. Okay. And I started watching it with my parents in Idaho. They liked it, so I would watch it with them. It's a survivalist show, which means it's about practicing outdoor survival skills, either as a hobby or a sport. Mm -hmm. And what happens is they dump people usually in northern Canada in like the Yukon. And they have about a 10 mile radius where there's no one else. And they have GPS trackers on Only 10 miles. Okay. And they have their own camera and they just have to survive. They have to build a shelter, figure out how to feed themselves. Right. And then their their vitals Mm. are monitored. And there, and so sometimes people will be extracted because they're suffering from the effects of starvation. Mm-hmm. And it's fascinating because often these survivalists, because of course, you know, they win money if they stay the longest, they don't want to be, they don't want to leave, even mm. though they, they would die if they were left. They're right. sort of in denial, their brain's not working properly. So they have wow. to be removed sort of, not by force, but they have to be convinced to leave. They're unwilling <laughs> And it's really fascinating. It's amazing what they're able to do, what they're able to build and how they're able to hunt and fish and survive. And it also has a lot of really interesting sort of scientific information that it'll share as it goes. It is fascinating and so interesting. Yeah. But the, I mean, the thing about starvation is you stop making good decisions. You lose your judgment as you start to become hungrier and hungrier. Your body shuts down. So the brain shuts down. And so they probably don't realize that they're in starvation. So sometimes they will. They'll say, I can tell that my brain is sluggish. I can tell that I'm not moving as quickly. I don't have as much energy. They say, you know, they'll say like, I can feel the effects of starvation. Wow. To catch a fish today. I need to, it is. And then often they will get um, diseases that you can get if you're trying to survive in the wild, right? Um, So like um, 
what's it starts with a g g gout not gout giardia giardia what is gout is the uh, giardia oh giardia giardia oh yeah yeah giardia Giardia in canada from the water in the river or from eating beaver it seems like if they'll catch a beaver and eat it they'll always get giardia and so they'll get violently ill and have to be extracted because Mm -hmm. they're not well enough to be feeding themselves and Mm -hmm. there's so they have to that happens a lot too right don't drink water from streams and lakes yeah giardia is even if you do it's it's a risk for hikers now i've seen hikers on my hikes get giardia and our dog gets it sometimes too because he drinks out of the streams and we don't notice and he just goes for it it's very common but yeah if you're out there and you're already starving this is interesting i think something about i think americans love this uh this survivalist there's a huge industry of survivalists who stock up on canned food and all this gear they leave it in their basement uh people make money off this mentality right in the u.s huge huge industry um i wonder why that resonates we don't have time to go into it today but maybe there could be another episode aubrey someday i bet our listeners would love this about you know what is it about american culture that people survivalists like what is it about that intersection between american culture and survivalism and why do people spend so much money in that world there was a whole group i know people who are part of a group called we call we call them guns and groceries because they stockpile ammunition and guns and groceries preparing for some kind of apocalyptic event in the northern northwestern united states and so this might be fascinating to our listeners if they don't know anyone or know of people groups like that it is common in the united states it is fascinating I yep. agree. Really interesting. I'm really glad that you knew the word Giardia because it was right on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. I was I like, I'm like, oh, I'm so close. And luckily you knew it because I yeah. hate that when I can't think of a word. Yeah, because I think gout is actually the opposite of that because gout comes from, I, th- I think, when people eat too much of too much fat or something. Oh, I'm not exactly sure. So it would be the very opposite. <laughs> Anyways. So again, we're going polar opposites in our recommendations. Yes. My recommendation is Queer Eye. Now, Michelle and I have talked a lot about Queer Eye. I know you probably watch Queer Eye, Aubrey. I'm yes. sure you know about it. I love reality it. TV. I love all yeah. reality TV. Alone is also reality TV. Reality TV. Reality TV shows. It's hot. It's also, yeah, <laughs> for sure. And so Queer Eye used to be called Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, and I think they shortened the name just to Queer Eye. So the concept, if, our, if you guys don't know, is you have four or five gay men, they all have different expertise. One of them is a fashionista. He's my favorite, by the way, tan. I love tan. Uh, then Bobby is the inter- interior decorator and Karamo is the uh, like emotional, kind of a psychologist. So they, uh, one of them is a chef. And so they all come in and they help someone who's just kind of struggling in life. They haven't been keeping themselves up, right? They haven't been taking care of themselves mentally socially in terms of how they dress and they just kind of want to give them a bit of a boost in their lives so they come in they redecorate their house they teach them to cook they help them prepare for some event that's coming up right and it's just the most heartwarming thing to see these transformations right i love it i love any kind of transformation on a show i have to tell you something that's funny though when i knew we were going to talk about recommendations i was sure you were going to pick handmaid's tale oh we no talked about too it heavy recently. i can't it handle it so heavy that's i need to take a I break from talk that. about it because mm. i'm watching it i love it i was like Lindsay's you're watching it now tale. yes handmaid's tale season is out. oh oh gosh yes, i'm catching up new okay i'm still way back in season two i Ooh. i missed it the first time it came around it's basically a dystopian universe um well, we'll go into that another day let's not talk yes, about handmaid's tale. today we only <laughs> did reality much. tv if you hate reality tv check out handmaid's tale because it is yeah. dark but also right. 
Yeah. Fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah, it's really good. So guys, we hope you can take today's recommendations. Go out there, subscribe to these wherever you can find them, Netflix or whatever you listen to, Amazon, and hit subscribe, hit follow, make this a way to learn English. Right, Aubrey? Yes, definitely. Right. The more English you consume, the better your vocabulary, your grammar and your pronunciation will be. This is the best way to learn English, not from grammar books, not right from podcasts and movies and TV shows. It's way more fun. Your brain is more engaged. So you learn more and you'll actually do it because you look forward to it. Yes, I love it. Yeah. Any any other final takeaway for our listeners? I mean, you know, and also just feeling like you you belong here, guys, you know, consuming this media, right? Don't I mean, we create our own borders for ourselves in our mind. Like that's not for me or this is for me. This is for you just as much as it is for us. Right. So just think about it that way. I think that's so good. I think so, too. I agree, Lindsay. I think it's so smart to not create those very strict boundaries. I think you miss out on a lot if you limit yourself that way. Yeah, life can be so rich depending on what we expose ourselves to. So go for it, guys. Good stuff. All right, Aubrey, I will see you very soon in the next one. Awesome. Thanks, Lindsay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.